From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth. Uncle Funky Larry Jones is going to join us in just a little bit. It is a brand new month, so uh, happy Black History Month, happy February, um, happy everything, happy (laughs) birthday, happy love day. And, you know, we're always showing the love. And um, I have a worker on the line who was on the front lines showing the love to our youth here in the city. She is a Big Brothers, Big Sisters Houston representative. Please welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, Miss Janice Doty. How are you doing? Good morning. Hi, KG. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. I am feeling so, so, so amazing. I've just been, I've, um... <laughs> I have been since last year. I had been um, practicing uh, semen retention and uh, just the benefits from that. And mm-hmm. um, here I am on uh, day forty, and I am just. And I have so much energy. I feel like I can conquer the world. I am manifesting things like double time. I mean this. There's something to the semen retention thing, and I am um, I'm reaping the benefits. So I am feeling just absolutely amazing. I haven't felt this good in so long, and I've been hitting the gym, and like, and my body has this just this fullness and this tingliness about it. Like I said, I feel like I can tackle the world. So I'm great. How are you? Well, let's get you tackling the world by being a mentor. How's that? How how about that? You know, funny story. I um there's um a local organization here, uh, Mangrove Community. And um, during the, probably like, probably over the summer, um, they had reached out to me in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters to uh, be a big for the uh, A-Leaf Independent School District. Um, I don't know what happened with that. Something um, fell through with that. But yeah, I was I was going to do it, but then you know something <laughs> happened that it didn't. But we're glad that you are here with us uh, this morning because February is Big Brothers Big Sisters National Mentoring Month. What is National Mentoring Month? So uh, National Mentoring Month is actually in in January. Um, so we we just took some time and we celebrated our mentors. We really want to bring attention to the need for mentors in our community so that we can help these kids get some positive outcomes. So we'll have them working with their little, doing some fun activities about twice a month for two to four hours each time. And it's just a way for us to thank our mentors for the time that they are donating to their, their little person. Um, it's a, just that great opportunity for that. Indeed. How long have you been involved with uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters? <laughs> I have been here 12 and a half years. I've oh, wow. been a mentor for about six. I've had three or four, four different um, littles. I have a, well, I had a high school mentee. They're in high school. They don't want to be called little. So I had a high school mentee who's now in her first year of college. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I think um, a lot of times people, they know about Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. They hear about it. Um, the mentoring program, but some of them don't even know how to go about it. Um, Some of them don't even know what the big does and what 
the little does. So can you just break it down in layman's terms, um, the mission of Big Brothers Big Sisters? Well, our mission really is to create and support one-to-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. And how we go about do that is we um, have mentors come in, we'll, um, we'll interview them, we do background checks, we check references. If they've worked for other youth serving organizations, we'll contact those for um, reference checks too. And so we wanna make sure that we have all the information when we go into the interview to talk to the big about what they want to do and what they want to get out of being a big in our program. So during the interview, we find out not only what they like to do and kind of their interests, find out what, what type of little would be a good match for them. So then after the interview, we, they go into our pool of candidates, and then we start looking for a little who has um, similar interests. We want to make sure they're compatible, but because we're in greater Houston, we also want to make sure they're um, in closer proximity. So somebody who lives kind of in your neighborhood or near your neighborhood is who we're going to match you up with. So it's really that community focused um, work that we're doing. So we make sure we match you up with a little who has the same interests, And then um, you guys just go out and do fun things about, like I said, twice a month, two to four times a month, two to four hours each time, you go out and do things. Um, we really want the mentor to kind of integrate that little into the things that they do so they can go out um, and not have it be this, this extra thing. It's not a, a, a burden or a requirement. That big gets to go out and do something fun um, with their little. And it's just part of what they do you know, as part of their month, they know that they're going to go see their little. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it sounds like fun, especially um, with you all matching up the big and the little to make sure that they have, you know, similar um, interest and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is so smart and kudos for you all um, for having the intelligence to know that Houston Harris County is so <laughs> widespread <laughs> and to have a big that lives in, you know, close proximity uh, to their little, um, you know, because it takes about 20 to 30 minutes to get to just about everything in, exactly. uh, in Houston. So that within itself, that is very, very smart thinking. In terms of uh, the big and um them being the mentor to the little, is the process for them, um, is that process really, um, is it long? Is it, is it hard? Is there a, you know, test that, you know, the big <laughs> has to go through? Like, I, I'm sure that there's, you know, background checks, but um, yeah. w- what does that look like for the, the big going through that mm-hmm. process? How deep um, do you what? all go? Yeah, we, we go pretty deep. We, we want, to re- want you to recognize that, um, yes, thank you so much for volunteering to be a mentor to a youth. But we're going to put this mentor, this big, into that child's life. And so we really want to make sure that compatibility and that safety is there, too. Safety. So the information that we're gathering is to make sure, I mean, you know, not only do they want to do this? Can they have a, a, a little and, and go do fun things? Of course, you have to have this time and interest. But we also want to make sure that um, 
the, the mentor knows that they have this professionally supported staff at Big Brothers Big Sisters who's going to call them every month. We want to check in and see not only what they're doing and how they're doing, but how the little is doing and how the little is doing in school, how are things going with their family and things like that. So that the mentor becomes part of that, that little life um, through these different relationships. So for our littles, we do a similar thing. We interview the parents and the little. We want to make sure that the little wants to do this, that the little wants to be um, in the program, wants to have a mentor, wants to go out and do fun things. And once we have that interview, that gives us the opportunity to really look at where everybody is at um, and see who's going to be a good fit. Part of the interview process with the bigs is also to help them see is not only we want to see if you're a good fit for Big Brothers Big Sisters, but we want you to see if you're a good fit. Mm. Um, sometimes we have volunteers like, oh, yeah, yes, I want to do it, I want to do it, um, but they're going to be changing jobs in the next three months, and then getting married, and then you know um, their mother-in-law is moving in. That is so much stress on a person in addition to every other stress that we're going through right. that we can coach somebody and say maybe maybe not the time now, uh, but when things get settled, it'll be a good time because we don't want to, we don't want somebody to feel like picking up their little and doing something fun is an obligation that they're like, oh, I have to check this off. Um, and when you have everything else that might be going on in, in your life, you can't really add one more thing. So we really help our mentors see what is going to be involved, what their commitment is, and really make sure that they're able to commit to, um, up to at least two years to this little, because we don't want to assign a little someone and then six months, they ghost them, they go away, they, you mm -hmm. know, something happens and we don't hear from them. And that's going to be traumatizing for the, for the little, we'll get them back in the pool of candidates and find them another big, but just having somebody leave, you know, after a few months is, is really heartbreaking for all of us. Yeah. And we want to make sure that mentor has that time and the capacity to do it. And we know stuff happens if you lose your job or, you know, your mother-in-law moves in with you unexpectedly. You know, those things, we know those things can happen. And we'll work to make sure either you've got the time to do it and we'll help work with the family to make sure they understand. Um, but we also can, you know, help with that closure process so that the little has a positive closure so that when we find another big for them, um, they'll have a good experience and know, you know, sometimes things happen and we can move forward. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, and that yeah. makes sense. You know, I like that you said, you know, you want to make sure that the big, that this is something that they want to do, not just something to, say like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. And then, like you said, they'll just check it off the mm -hmm. list as something to do. We want people at big brothers, big sisters to mentor our children to want to do this, to mm -hmm. want to give back, to want to spend time um, because that uh, is missing um, still. And it just, just, just mind boggling. Um, you know, just how society is, but that's a whole nother yeah. conversation. You're listening to the Public <laughs> Affairs Podcast. We're talking to Janice Doty from Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, Big Brothers Big Sisters National Mentoring Month uh, was last month, but they're looking for mentors uh, year round. So, mm -hmm. um, so how do you sign up to be a mentor? 
Um, you go to our website. Um, our website is bbbstx.org, and that's a, bbbstx stands for Big Brothers Big Sisters Texas dot org. Um, and you'll look for the link that says be a mentor and click on that and you'll fill out the application online and then we contact you um, to let you know here's the things you need to do here's when we're going to schedule an interview. Um, we need, you know, your driver's licenses and, you know, all the information so we can do a background check um, and then we can get them started in the process of, of becoming a big. I mean, it really is. It really is easy. It can't be. I think earlier you asked me what, how long is the process? And that really depends. What we are, what we are doing is really being strategic. If I know I have 20 kids up in the A-Leaf area, we will focus on volunteers from that area so that we know we can get these kids um, matched pretty quickly. So if we have kids waiting, we really look and prioritize what area um, the biggest from. And I know we're not only in Harris County, we are in Fort Bend. We go all the way down to Richmond, all the way down there. We're in the Bay Area. And so we have a, um, um, a right around NASA and everything. We have matches there. And we're up in the Woodlands and in and, and Montgomery County. We even go out to Baytown. So our footprint for Big Brothers Big Sisters is pretty big. So if somebody's like, oh, I live in Baytown, there's nothing for me to do. Wrong. We have littles out there. We have littles in every area and um, of of the greater Houston area. Yeah. So all of the surrounding counties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. You you just hit me something. Uh, You just put me on something. I didn't know that down there they call it the Bay Area. Because when you said the Bay Area, I'm like, L.A.? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like San Francisco, Oakland? <laughs> now, Not that far. <laughs> now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Um, yeah. So on the flip side of that, um, so how do you sign up a child? Mm-hmm. And and that's another thing. Yeah, I am interested. Like, how do you sign up a child? And 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 how do the children come to you? Like, how mm-hmm. how does that happen? So a lot of times when we talk about needing big, there's always a parent who hears this and says, I want to sign up my, my child. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't, we don't necessarily advertise. Like solicit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that they know we will work with schools so we can, you know, work in a school. We work with different community organizations, um, you know, doing things like this to let people know about it. But as you said earlier, a lot of people know what Big Brothers Big Sisters is, has heard about it. And, you know, sometimes you just need to hear something what is it, seven times before you actually do it? Um, So I'm going to say Big Brothers, Big Sisters seven times so that everybody listening will get that in their head that they can enroll. Um, And for our our littles, it's the same, you know, uh, the same website, Mm bbbstx.org, and enroll a child. You'll sign up your child. Um, So the parents will go through, sign up their child or children, and then we'll be in touch with them to schedule a time for an interview. Usually what we do is, Again, we look at where we have bigs and we'll help prioritize that for our area. So if I know I have bigs um, in the Heights area, I will look for kids in the Heights area and think, things like that. So we can really prioritize to make make it so that somebody isn't waiting um, for too long. So after we do that, get the information, we'll schedule them for an interview. We're doing the interviews over Zoom for everybody now, um, which is 
really handy. So we could yeah. do the Zoom interview for the parent and the little. And for safety and then they, measures. Yeah. Yeah, they get yeah they get um, on our waiting list or in our I like to call it a pool of candidates so that when our matching team takes a look they look at their big personality they'll look at the little's personality and interests and then that way they can start making a match. We call the parent and we we do a presentation. We tell the parent about the big and we have the parent agree or ask them to agree. And sometimes they can say, no, that does not sound like a good match. And we go back to the drawing board and find them, find them one that is. Um, we also want the little, we want the parent to talk to the little about the big so that the, the little signs on. Um, but we know that the parent is the main driver for this. So once we have the parent's permission, we'll call the big and we'll tell them about their little. Most of the time, every big says, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Sounds just like me. Um, so really success on matching, successful on matching them. Um, and then we do uh, what we call a match introduction, where the big and the little and the parent all come together with the Big Brothers Big Sisters staff, and we introduce them. We have an icebreaker so they can get the little and the big and get to know each other. And the the, the parents and I are right there. I always say we're eavesdropping, um, but we really want to just kind of check to see how compatible they are and how they're getting together. Um, and it, then we you know go over the rules, and then we say, okay, congratulations. You guys are big brother and a little brother, big sister, a little sister. You are going to go see each other two, two, two to four times a month, two to four hours each time. We've got a list of things you can do, but we also can come up with your own things. And then they just go out and do fun, do fun things. I mean, um, they go to the park. They go to museums. Um, they go to um, hit golf balls uh, <laughs> at uh, Top Golf. Um, and I, I, you know, I. I I have one little brother who's never been on an escalator. And so going to the Galleria and window shopping is fun for, for him. It's amazing that the things that you can do, running errands and taking your little along, is just kind of, it becomes a, a natural part of the rhythm of things that you do. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just amazing for the little to be able to have this other person who cares about them and is in their life and is someone they can talk to. That's the really important part that they have another person who cares about them. Yeah, and, and they it's can just talk them. to it's and like, open up yeah. to hopefully, mm -hmm. and probably yeah. share things with them that they don't with their parents. Right. Yeah. And what we do is, I, I do a lot of the introductions, and I always say, you know, we don't keep secrets from each other. And so I tell the little, it's like if you talk to your big about something, your big knows that they can come to Big Brothers Big Sisters, and we can we can figure something out. Um, and a, a lot of the times, like they may not know how to talk to their parents and things like that. And we can help coach that. We can help really say, um, here's everybody on your team. I always call it a team. The little has a team of the big, the parent guardian, and big brothers, big sisters. Everybody on that team. The only reason, the only reason I'm talking to you is because that little, which is the most important part of the whole big little match, that little is the one that we are all there for and the one we're all there to help in any way. We really, I mean, it's, it's just helping the kids see their potential, mm -hmm. see, see that there's more, there's just more out there for them. Um, and gives us that opportunity to just open up another door, open up a window, open up the world to them so that they can see here are the possibilities. Here's my potential and here's what I can do with it. Yeah.
We, we love it. So everyone um, that, that is listening, if you have the time and you want to give back to our youth and make an impact in their lives, become a big brother or a big sister. Uh, log on to the website uh, to sign up to be a mentor or to sign up your child. What's that um, mm-hmm. ad- address again? Mm-hmm. It's bbbstx.org, and it stands for Big Brothers Big Sisters, Texas.org. bbbstx.org. So sign up and become a big brother or a big sister. Man, Janice, um, thank you so much for your time on this lovely Sunday morning um, to get the word out about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, We have a lot of transplants that have moved to Houston and are still moving here, and I'm sure they're listening (laughs) and, you know, something to get them acclimated with the city and to give back uh, to the community as well. Hopefully they will hit you all up. So uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you, KG. I appreciate it. Thank you. Indeed. And for everyone listening to the podcast, we'll be back right after this. From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome back to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth, joined by the vivacious creative and just uh, her her energy and her spirit is so full and strong that I can feel it through these phone lines. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the president of the Houston area Urban League Young Professionals. Please welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, the lovely Victoria Hart. How are you? Good Sunday morning to you. I am so great. I'm so glad to be on this show with you, KG. And I, I definitely feel your energy. And so it's, it's sending you positive energy and vibes your way as well. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I'm I'm all the way charged up. Um, I was just telling um, my last interviewer, what, and why am I going around telling this? I guess because I just I just feel so great in the benefits of this thing. Like I am just, <laughs> I, I feel like I can conquer the world. I told her because I've been um, practicing um, semen retention and just the uh, the benefits of that and I'm on like day 40 and really? I just I am like I've never felt this way in my entire life Victoria I'm not going to even lie to you I mean I just have I so much it. energy so much focus I feel like I can conquer take over and save the world I mean it's just fellas whew, <laughs> you should try it even if it's for, you know, just start with a week and then make it two weeks, maybe three, and then maybe you could do a month. Like the benefits of that, it's amazing. I see why in the military and um, in professional uh, sports, why athletes, why they tell athletes and soldiers not to release so they can have that energy and that vitality to tackle and, and, and get things done. It's just... Um, Man, the enemy had us fooled that we should be releasing every day or something. But that's a whole nother subject. I'm sorry. You asked how I was doing. I'm great. I'm feeling that energy. I'm feeling yours. Let's get into this thing, though. Uh, Y'all got something really, really, really dope going on uh, this week over there at the uh, Urban League, especially for the young professionals. So it is Houston area Urban League Young Professionals Join Week. Uh, this yes. week, the 7th through uh, the 14th, going through Valentine's yes. Day, and it starts yes. uh, tomorrow. But before we get into 
join week. Let's just talk about uh, the Urban League, the history of uh, the Urban League, and um, and how the young professionals um, wing of the Urban League came about. Well, um, so the history with the Houston Area Urban League Young Professionals is that a group of people during the National Urban League Conference got together in 1999 and said, hey, we need to have something uh, for young people. And they had, uh, you know, members of their uh, respective chapters that were doing things, dynamic things in the community, and they felt like they needed to have some type of space for them. And so they started the National Urban League Young Professionals. And of course, uh, Houston was one of those chapters that was started that same year. And so we've been, you know, pushing strong for almost 23 years. I'm so excited to be a part of that organization because everything that we do, uh, we support the mission um, behind not only the National Urban League, but the Houston Area Urban League as an auxiliary group. And so this organization is catered to uh, ages, young professionals ages 21 to 40. And we're doing some really great things in the community. Um, We're empowering uh, our community. We're helping them with workforce development. We're doing the community outreach, uh, the, uh, the civic engagement, everything that you could possibly think of what the National Urban League stands for. The, the, the young professional arm of the Houston Area Urban League is doing it in Houston. Nice. Um, and, uh, and I'm glad that you clarified um, uh, the age bracket for a young <laughs> professional because I was just going to ask, like, okay, so uh, what do you all consider young? Like, what is that? <laughs> what do you go up to? Okay, so 21 to 40. 21 I, to 40. I, I got it. Dang, I, I, I just missed it. I just, you know what? I feel like you're only, you're only as old as you feel. That's right. So and I'm still if, 27. You know, yeah, I, if you feel like 27, maybe you can come in as, as 27. I mean, it, hey, I, I kind of still look 27, too. I ain't going to even lie. Like, you know, people, people don't believe me when I tell them what my age is. They're like, what? Like, oh, you, I thought you. Hey, was... we, we don't crack. We hey, don't listen, crack. especially when you take care of yourself. Exactly. And you, you know, drink your water and mind your, bu- and mind your business. Drinking your water and minding your business. It does, yeah, we don't crack. And being healthy. Yeah, all of that, all of that is, is, is imperative for it not to crack. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. So um, Join Week. Join Week is this week. It starts uh, tomorrow, Monday, February 7th. And you all have uh, a slew of events um, that you all are are kicking off. So first, um, well, let's just start with uh, this past Wednesday, the 2nd. You had the um, Civic Engagement Committee meeting. What was that about? So um, it's our our YP road to to we're basically we're basically having an, a conversation with the candidates for mm-hmm. that are running for positions in Texas okay. uh, in November, and gotcha. so I think it's so important for us to have those conversations because a lot of times the young professionals are kind of left out of that of what it means to be uh, civically engaged and and becoming advocates for their own respective communities. And we are always trying to 
implore our young professionals uh, to really hone in on the, the local elections. So you, we're talking about state representatives and, you know, city representatives. And of course, you know, we have the governor's race that's, you know, coming in in uh, November. And so we really want people to understand their platforms, understand what they're trying to uh, imp implement as far as bills and, and, uh, and, and it's just like just having that conversation and having people understand exactly what it means to vote and, and your right to vote and not letting anyone take that away from you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then uh, on tomorrow, uh, you all are having um, the Texas election virtual candidate forum. Um, you said something that really struck me. I was like, well, yeah, it, it only makes sense. Why wouldn't they want you all to, in the past, why didn't they have you all participate in, you know, uh, the candidate forums in, in, in terms of who is coming in or, or going out or whoever it is you all will support? Because, I mean, the youth are the future. So it would only make exactly. sense to involve you all in the process because the whole old heads are, you know, fading to black. Right, exactly. And I think that's, I mean, you just hit it, you just hit the nail on the head as well. Like, that's why it's so important for us to be advocates within our own community. Um, we have that voice that is going to propel us into the future. And if we uh, stand behind those representatives that truly represent us, and I'm talking about truly represent, truly represent us and don't have an agenda, <laughs> you know, those are the people that we need to get into office. Yeah, I agree. I and <laughs> as you were talking, you know, I, it just dawned on me like, man, this <laughs> is an election year. This is the midterms this year. You just mentioned the um the um the governor race that'll be happening here in Texas. Oh, I'm just thank you for that reminder, Victoria, because now I have got to <laughs> now I can get my mind together mentally on all of the things that are going to be um, coming our way this year with it being a political year. And it's going to be yeah. quite a contentious uh, race throughout because a lot of people are not happy. And you know what yeah. happens when one party gets in and says one thing and does another and people seeing like, well, wait, I'm not getting nothing from this. And then there's always that, that switch at that two-year mark. And here we are. Right. Right. Yeah. But back to joining. And I think week. no, go ahead. That's yeah, that yeah, <laughs> no, because we could probably talk about that all day and I know that I can. Um, but yeah, it's it's you have to understand how the government works and mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that we definitely are uh pushing to our neighborhoods and just people that don't know. Um, just making you aware of how this works and who benefits you and what benefits you. And like I said before, making sure that you have those elected officials um, that represent you, they, they're, doing, they're doing what they said they were going to do. Indeed. So not just voting them in, but also holding them accountable for what they said they were going to do. As that well. part, yeah, we got to hold that them accountable part. because I'm looking at, you know, this current administration and um, a lot of the things that he said – that he was mm -hmm. going to do, he has not done or just totally ignored. And um, I'm just like, yo, I'm sorry, but your guy, Joe Byron, <laughs> is messing up. He's messing up. I need to take you out to dinner to see what is going on. Because you keep 
<laughs> you know, you, you're, you're reneging on a lot of the things that you said that you were going to do, especially for our communities, these right. black and brown communities, these communities that are underserved. Um, so join week tomorrow, uh, the 7th at 630. You all are having the Texas election 2022 virtual candidate forum. Uh, yes. So the candidates, they will be, they all will be um, featured there, the statewide candidates? Yes, uh, for the most part. Um, so we have the railroad commissioner and we also have the lieutenant governor and um, um, position that's being, uh, that's, that's being elected. The only thing is that uh, when it comes down to some of these forums, um, we are definitely reaching out to both candidates. Right. Our hope is that both candidates um, from both sides, Democrat and Republican, um, will come on and actually talk uh, to our young professionals. We can't guarantee both, of course, right. but definitely have to extend the invitation to I both. I hope so, too. Just to pause yeah. right there. Uh, with me uh-huh. running, you know, hosting this show uh, before it was now the public affairs podcast, it was called Access Houston. It aired on the box and um, in praise. When it was election time, Local, nationally, and I was looking for candidates to come on. Of course, due uh-huh. to equal time, I would reach out to both. Um, the Democratic side, they would always respond and be willing to come on. The Republican side, I I think I got two people out of the... I've been in Houston for nine years. I took over that show, so I've taken over this show for uh, since 2014. I've had uh-huh. two Republican <laughs> candidates come on the program. And so that's why I can't because I, I, I used to have ideas to, you know, have a, you know, a little short debate, just all things, you know, just making sure that I am covering uh, or not violating any of the FCC rules when it comes to equal time, when it comes to, you know, uh, this political season. But it was very telling, Victoria, that none of the Republicans wanted to participate or come on. So um, I hope that they show up for y'all because they need to. Right. I'm hoping so, too, because. They, I mean, either either party needs our vote, and I think that's what's so crucial. And so I, I'm hoping the same as well. Yeah, they, they will. We're going to speak it into existence. So then on Tuesday, <laughs> you've got. Then on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday the eighth. Um, what is? I, I don't want to mess it up. Uh, is it an acronym? This um, what is this? YP. Okay, I just see S O Y P. Yeah. So this this is um. So SOYP is our Southern uh, YP chapters. We're all coming together to network. And so this is oh, just an okay. opportunity Young professionals. for not only our members, but also uh, prospective members to, to kind of get some more insight on what it means to be from the South, mm-hmm. you know, and then having all those chapters come together to network, you know, if you're in the same industry, um, if you share common interests, you get a chance to just network with everyone from all of these chapters from, from Atlanta, uh, from uh, Louisiana, um, all of these chapters that are included in the, uh, the Southern region for the National Urban League Young Professionals. And I think it's going to be a great time because they have some really great team building and interactive uh, uh, ag- uh, interactive agenda for everyone to be able to have a good time with. Oh, okay. Oh, I get it now. Okay. So YP, the YP connection. So, okay. y- so, so young professional. It's the young professionals connection. <laughs> so young professionals. Southern young professionals. So YP. I like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's good. And then um, 
uh, Wednesday night, kind of uh, breaking the monotony a little bit with the uh, yeah. Texas YP game night. That sounds yes. amazing. Can I ask what game y'all going to play? Or is it a surprise? So we're going to be playing. So we're going to be playing culture tags, and we're doing uh, we're doing karaoke. Ooh. Now I will say this. Let me let me say this, KG. So uh, the Texas YP chapters, we kind of we 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 have that 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 brotherhood i guess mm-hmm. you could say but we definitely have the competition when it comes to competing against houston dallas and austin and so i already know that the houston chapter is definitely going to beat beat some bet when it comes to culture tag oh so you already, already know i mean come on we, we listen we are the culture in texas we are the culture. come on houston is listen it, uh, throughout the country and the world, because everybody coming, we got culture vultures that come down here and they get a taste of what we got going on and they take some of it and they take it back somewhere else and, and, and put the thing down, flip it, reverse it, and, and make it seem like it was theirs when it came right here in each time. You must you must be from the city. You must be no, from the city. No, no. I've been here for nine years. I'm, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from uh, Dayton, Ohio. So I've been here. Um, I got here um, the week after Thanksgiving and uh, 2012, but Houston is home. I rep the H, you know. <laughs> well, well, hey, that you're you're a Houstonian, a native Houstonian in my book. Right, 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 right. I, I take that. I accept that. Yeah. So that, yeah, we definitely gonna win. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh um, yeah. So where can people go um, to get well one to sign up, register, um, to get the list of events uh, that are coming up for this week? Where can people go? So they can follow us on our Instagram, which is H-A-U-L underscore Y-P, or you can go to our website, H-A-U-L-Y-P.org backslash events. And you can see all of the events and register for each event that you are interested in and then join in on the fun. Indeed. So what was it, Victoria, that got you into being a part of the Houston Area Urban League Young Professionals? And then to go on to run and become president? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so when I joined the Houston Area Urban League Young Professionals, I had uh, actually posted on my Facebook to give so for people to give me suggestions of organizations where I could serve my community and then just be around like-minded people. And one of my good friends,